the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's Tuesday, January the 17th, 2023, the year of our Lord. On January 17, 1961, President Dwight D. Eisenhower delivered a, his farewell address in which he warned against the, quote, acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, in 1917, Denmark ceded the Virginia, uh, the Virgin Islands to the United States for $25 million. Today, in 1950, the Great Brinks robbery took place. Seven masked men held up a Brinks garage in Boston. They stole $1.2 million in cash and $1.5 million in checks and money orders. The gang was caught. (laughs) You will not be surprised to hear this. The entire gang was caught, but only a small part of the loot was ever recovered. Today, in 1955, the submarine USS Nautilus made its first nuclear-powered test run. Today, in 2016, Iran released three Americans— former U.S. Marine, a Washington Post reporter, and Pastor Sayed Abedini. We talked a lot about Pastor Abedini in those years here on this program. They released uh, them as part of a prisoner swap. That prisoner swap also netted Tehran $100 billion in sanctions relief. Today in 2020, U.S. health officials announced that they would begin screening airline passengers from central China for this new coronavirus. People traveling from Wuhan, China, would have their temperature checked and be asked about symptoms. Wuhan became a real flashpoint because China didn't like that, even though all of the preceding viruses have been identified, Nile virus and so on. They've all been identified as their place of origin or where they were discovered, but oh no, China didn't want any part of that. So Wuhan was soon dropped as the identifier and we came to know COVID-19 and its variants. One year ago today, Russian foreign minister angrily beating his fist on the desk, angrily rejected U.S. allegations that Moscow had any intention. It was not preparing a pretext to invade Ukraine. It's not going to happen, the angry man said. Truth is a lonely warrior, isn't it? Truth is hard to find in a confused world. Our world is particularly confused because, well, (laughs) because we have so much media and there's so much noise out there. There are more voices, more noise, more more information than ever before in the history of the human race. So there's a lot to digest. Or you could just turn it all off and go into hiding, and some people do that. I think there's a better way, and I believe that that way is that 
Um, we trust God with all of our heart, lean not to our own understanding, but be fully, fully informed as to what's going on in our culture. Because if we are not, we cannot be the influence, the light, the salt that Jesus has called us to be. And by the way, about the fact that Russia is not, was not planning any kind of an invasion of Ukraine, just a short time ago they were saying that, the headline today, Bloomberg News is out there. NBC is covering the story and others are publishing it. Bloomberg News is reporting that Russia is boosting its troops in the West, expanding their army to 1.5 million people. First part of the story says Russia will create new commands near Europe as it expands its military to 1.5 million people amid deepening tensions with the U.S. and its allies over the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine. We do not have leadership in the White House, as you know, and we are we are like a ship without a sail right now, America, as far as leadership is concerned. And Russia sees this, China, of course, sees it as well, and they are taking advantage of it in their own ways. They are taking advantage of this lack of leadership, this vacuum of leadership in America today. I'm not talking about Republicans and Democrats. I'm talking about leadership. There are Republicans who can't lead as well. We happen to have a Democrat in the Oval Office that sometimes, honestly, doesn't know. Well, he's he has said, I'll quote him. He said, I forgot that I was president. And it wasn't a joke. Although he hoped it would be after the fact, no one took that as a joke. That's serious stuff. When the man running the most powerful nation on earth forgets that he's president, or he keeps calling Kamala Harris, President Harris. That's the problem that we have. When you put on top of that another layer of all this confusion and the noise that's out there, um, sometimes life can become complicated. But I'll tell you, there is a way. The Bible says, the psalmist wrote, Psalm 37, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. And by the way, I would insert, I'm not talking about, I'm not relating the scripture of being cut down like the grass to Joe Biden. I'm reading the Bible. And people can apply it as they want. I, I have to be so careful nowadays. But I'm not going to be very careful. I'm going to keep saying what I feel God wants us to say. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust in him. And he shall bring it to pass. That doesn't mean every crazy desire that we ever had, that God will suddenly fulfill it, but God will put the desires that he wants us to have in our in our hearts. He will give us those desires, and then we will desire the things that he would desire and want for us. That's the, that is the blessed hope. That is the glory of the gospel, that God is involved in our personal lives. And um, no matter how confused our culture gets, and boy, it gets confused, 
There are days when I walk away from this program and I think, is this really happening out there? And it really is in our culture. I, it's, it's insanity. And it's spiritual blindness, almost to the highest degree. I know it could get worse, but I, sometimes you wonder, how could it get worse? It is bad. But we carry on in the light of God's word, in the light of his word on our pathway. And we are the people. God is God allowed us. He deemed that we would be born at this time in history. If we truly believe in the sovereignty of God and that God is in control of all things, and I, I do believe that with all of my heart, the Bible tells me so. And when we believe that, then we have to believe that God has placed us here for such a time as this. We could have been born at any other time if God truly is in control, and he is, but he chose this time for you and me and all of us to be alive on this earth at this time, in this country, in this place, wherever you happen to be this morning. So we we don't look at it as something to run away from or fear. We look at life as a challenge, but as an opportunity to be the light in the darkness. We are the people of God, and God is with us. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. So be encouraged. But there are a lot of reasons to not be. But put those aside. I want to talk to you a little bit today about holidays. We just went through the holiday season. It was great. I always liked the holiday season. I prefer to call it the Christmas season. Let everything else be ancillary to Christmas. That's my view of things. <laughs> from about Thanksgiving on to New Year's Day, but uh, we've come become accustomed with the holiday uh, moniker. So there are, and there are different holidays. New Year's is not Christmas. I understand that, but I would like to call it that, and I do sometimes. But there was a real effort during the holiday season from about Thanksgiving forward uh, to put this out there. And, and this is so bizarre that it, I, it, this is one of those things. That I, are they really doing this? They really are. And I want to talk to you a little bit about it today because, again, it relates to public education. Public education is one of the great cancers in America today. It wasn't intended that way. Noah Webster, who actually started what we know as public education, had something very, very different in mind when he started, and so did all of our other founders. They wanted to educate our America's children and the Indians who lived here, they didn't call them natives or whatever. They just were Indians at that time. And they wanted to educate them as well. And they wanted to educate them from a Christian worldview. And that was how public education was birthed. They wanted to be sure that everyone in America, every child, had the opportunity to become educated for the glory of God. That is well documented. In fact, one of these days I'll just take the program here and I'll talk about how education was started, how it fell off the cliff and got us to where we are now. We've got all this. It's well documented. And there's no question about the path, the trajectory of public education from our founding fathers, particularly Noah Webster, but others as well, to our present day. It is night and day. There is no comparison between then and now. But we're talking about the now. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about this there's a pro-transgender organization that's encouraging schools to celebrate over 20 
different holidays. I call them faux ho- holidays, make-up, made-up holidays. They're encouraging in all of these t- more than 20 different holidays this year, <clears throat> they're encouraging gender ideology. At the heart of this is an organization, they've been around for a while, I've talked about them on this program before a, a number of times. They're well-funded and they're deeply embedded into our education system. They're called, they're known as the GLESSEN is the acronym, but it's the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, G-L-S-E-N. It's a pro-transgender organization primarily now, but they started out as, as advocating for homosexuals and lesbians and gay and, you know, and so on. But anyway, the organization's 2022-2023 school year calendar and it's, it's out there. And you say, well, you know, nobody's paying attention to that. Well, just stay with me. It lists over 20 made-up holidays that promote gender ideology and queer theory. These are their words. It happens also to be General Motors' words because General Motors is funding this in part, in great part, I think. Gleason, the organization, is already embedded in creating public school curricula that advance the LGBTQ agenda. Schools are always strapped for money. It doesn't matter how many taxes we send, tax dollars we send to them. They're always broke and they never have enough money to, in today's economy. <clears throat> so they're always looking for, you know, help. So China comes along with their Confucius Institute and Confucius Institutes were planted all over America because China said, oh, it's just cultural. We're not trying to indoctrinate anyone. We just want kids to have and you know young people and college and university students to have a good understanding of the world and of China and our rich history and culture and blah 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 as it turned out they were very much indoctrination stations on our university university of washington had one and some of the high schools around the state had one all across the country it wasn't just in one area it wasn't just in washington state it was elsewhere and as people began to find out about it started to to talk about it, as we did, uh, then some of the schools begin over the last two or three years begin to back off and say, "Well, this, you know, some of our donors aren't aren't happy with this, and parents got uh, upset about it, and so some of these Confucius Institutes have been closed down." But China was offering them, you know, like free teachers, free curriculum, free, you know, material, and all of this. The schools were going, "Yeah, yeah, that's great." It's kind of like we don't care what the content is as long as we can just get this material, get another teacher or whatever. So this is kind of parallel to that, except this isn't about China and their culture. This is about perversion and sexual perversion and the LGBTQ agenda. So this will be an easy step if they are were able to pull this off. It would be an easy step for activists unless the public takes a strong stand against their this holiday horse or Trojan horse, as I'm calling it. Holidays have long been and been a storied part of human experience. Usually the holiday was a kind of a reprieve for people. They get away, you know, for the holiday, for the 4th of July or, or whatever it was, uh, all the way back as far as we have recorded history. People would get away for a while, and celebrate something that was important to them. Well, these guys have have forced their way into that idea, into that bubble of thinking, 
And they've now come up with these more than 20 holidays that are all related to the LGBTQ agenda. And they want to pause education. They'd like to pause the country and celebrate these various aspects of this perverted sexuality. And it is perverted. It isn't normal at all. The calendar urges schools to start planning now as the school the school year is full of opportunities to participate in glessed events and address LGBTQ plus and other social issue, justice issues. That's their words. I'm quoting them. Among the faux politically motivated holidays that they're encouraging schools to celebrate, and let me go through this. It's it's it makes makes me want to go take a shower after I read this, but the school they're wanting the schools to celebrate Bisexual Awareness Week from September 16th to the 23rd. The 23rd itself is supposedly celebrate Bisexuality Day. Glesson wants schools to celebrate LGBTQ History Month in October, as well as National Coming Out Day on October 11th and International Pronouns Day on October 21st. There is also asexual, meaning you're neither man nor woman, uh, Awareness Week from 23rd to the 30th and Intersex Awareness Day on the 26th. Meanwhile, Glesson says that November is Trans Awareness Month and that the 6th is Transparent Day. I think that's a play on words because it's trans, like transgender, and then parents of transgender, capital P. It's not like Transparent Day. It's Transparent Day. The 7th to the 11th is titled Solidarity Week, and the 8th is Intersex Day of Remembrance. Meanwhile, the 13th through the 19th is labeled Transgender Awareness Week, and the 20th is supposedly Transgender Day of Remembrance for the for the nation. Uh, Glesson also claims that December 8th is pansexual and panoramic. I never heard of this. I never saw this before. Panoramic Pride Day. There's also a Aromatic Awareness Week, I think which the calendar says takes place from February 19th to the 25th. Another faux holiday is called International Transgender Day of Visibility, which is supposed to be celebrated on March 31st. It's followed by Lesbian Visibility Day, which is supposed to take place on April 26th. May is packed full of celebrations with the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia on May 17th. The month also features a, a, a gender Pride Day on May 19th and Pansexual and Panoramic Awareness Day on the 24th. June has been labeled Pride Month, of course. We've heard about that. While Glesson encourages people to celebrate Non-Binary People's Day on July 14th and International Drag Day on July 16th. I had to take a look at this when I read this, and I thought, does Glesson really believe they could pull this off? And yet, knowing what I know, and I've done so much research on this over the years because they're so dominant and so prominent in public education today, and that touches millions and millions of our kids. I mean, they're prisoners in those classrooms, honestly. And so these guys do this all the time, and Glesson is deeply embedded in public schools. I mean, they've been around for a long time, and they haven't lost their their steam. I, I'll tell you, because not only do you know homosexuals and activists and 
allies of what they're doing across the nation fund them. But major corporations are funding them now, including General Motors. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in a few moments. And they're not the only one by far. They're just a very prominent one. It's one that we all know. So we'll get to that in a minute. But their attempt to get schools to celebrate politically motivated these fake holidays or faux holidays is just one of the many ways they advance their gender ideology, this queer theory and education system. Breitbart News reported that the organization has also advocated for transgender inclusive math instruction in California that teaches gender ideology and endorses the idea that gender and sex are are distinct. Glesson also runs this Rainbow Library. That's what it's called. It's a program, but it's called Rainbow Library, and it supplies kindergarten and elementary school classrooms with books that seek to normalize transgender identification among youth. Now, we've talked a lot about these readings and these library deals where they bring in these perverted men, and they act like women, and everybody thinks it's a wonderful experience. Not everybody, but too many people think it's a wonderful experience for their child. And parents actually drag their little kid out to these library events all over the country. I talked about the fact that Kirk Cameron wrote a, a book for kids with a, it, it wasn't like a gospel book, but it he's very deeply committed to the Lord. He's an actor and you know who he is. And so he brought this book, his publishing company, and he wanted to do readings in libraries and they told him no. The same ones that bring in these perverted men with these dresses on. and I mean, it's weird. And they bring them in all the time. And usually it's under the auspices of Glesson. But yet they told Cameron, no, you can't do this. We don't want your wholesome book in read in our library. And so when his publishing company threatened to sue them, and I, I talked about this two weeks ago on this program, then suddenly some of the libraries started contacting the publishing company and said, well, on second thought, uh, it, yeah, it'll, it'll be okay. If it, we'll, we'll book him. And so they started booking him, and I, I haven't kept up with that, so I don't know how many libraries did. But it was only when they were forced. They knew they didn't have the right to do that, but they did it because they might get away with it. And that's the, that is the – I don't want to say the <laughs> – the dominant sense in public education, but it is a prevailing, often prevailing sense in public education. I mean, if they can get away with it, if they get caught, they say, well, we're going to look into this and see that this never happens again, parents. Don't you worry about it. Whatever it is, they always say that. Yes, I am very negative about public education. I am very pro-education. God is pro-education. The Bible is pro-education. It tells us to study, to show ourselves approved, and so on. God wants us to be educated. But that isn't education. It's destruction at the highest level. This is what the Bible talks about that we have been redeemed from. That's why Christ died on the cross, to save us from these kinds of situations in our culture and in our personal lives. Jesus didn't die on the cross for the culture. He died on the cross for individuals like you and me. But as our lives are changed and as we become informed, but more importantly, as we become committed to Christ and come into a personal relationship with Christ, the culture begins to change. The people who came here and founded this country in the first place 
had an abiding love for God and for his word. And this nation, I don't care what they tell you in public education and Project 19 and all this nonsense out there. This nation was founded on Christian principles and Christian ideology, Judeo-Christian beliefs. Nobody can honestly deny that. They do, but they're dishonest in doing so. This nation was blessed and prospered because of it. And our lives are blessed and prospered. Not that we don't have difficulties and setbacks, but our lives are blessed and prospered if we embrace God in a personal relationship with his son, Jesus Christ, and then embrace his truth. Because his truth stands. This other nonsense isn't truth. It's a lie. It's from hell. And it's destructive. And we're living in a time when we are openly in America, there are forces as strong as General Motors and other corporations trying to destroy our children as America stands by, or at least too many in America, not all. I'm not standing by. I think many of you listening are not standing by, but we need to know what's happening. So this is what's going on. We talk about who's funding this Trojan horse. I wrote an article about this particular thing today on our website. It's on faithandfreedom.us. In there, I linked to General Motors and their donations to Glesson because it supplies kindergarten and elementary classrooms with pro-transgender children's books. And you can look at the whole report. It's 10 pages long. I've read the whole thing. It is disappointing to say the least. It almost makes me not want to buy another Chevrolet, but I, I, I don't think we need to go there. But this is where they are. It confirms that General Motors provided a grant to the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network in their own report to fund the organization's Rainbow Library program. They reported that. They're celebrating that in the General Motors report on their giving, their social uh, awareness and social responsibility uh, part of their company. They're not the only corporation that's doing this. On our website, you can read the whole thing. Glesson has strong funding from homosexual activists, but clearly corporations are also stepping up to help push this agenda forward. Please be aware. That's why we write every day as well as talk on the radio, because you can go to that and you can you can find the sources and study them for yourself and you can follow up and, and go in-depth if you want to, if you're a concerned parent. If you have a child in public education, I hope you are concerned and I hope that you pay attention to what they're telling your child because they will reshape that child. I've, I was a youth pastor for 10 years. Nobody's a youth pastor for 10 years. I guess I'm not very smart or something, but I loved kids, honestly and seriously. I love kids, and Marjorie and I just gave ourselves to kids for years, and God blessed it. We, had, we touched thousands, probably tens of thousands of kids' lives. But I, I love kids. I, I do, and I see what they're doing to the kids, and I see how parents, concerned parents, sometimes don't know what to do. And we must be informed, and that's what we try to do here. There's much more on this subject. Again, you can find it on our website. I believe that there is an awakening. I believe that parents are waking up and they're beginning to say something. 
and that's a great start. Thanks for being with me today. We'll continue this conversation tomorrow and about other aspects of the news. Thank you for your support. We need it. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.